Hi, Beatrice. Hi, Tom. How are you? Good, very well, thank you. Great. And hello to all of our listeners. Welcome to Coaches Unleashed. This is the show where we help everyday people like yourselves to get great results and life-changing results through coaching, through support, through our stories. So this week, we're going to be taking a closer look at at, uh, people between jobs. So things like redundancies, things like um, career changing, maternity, people who are in some sort of limbo between jobs, either physically or even mentally kind of a bit between jobs as well. So it's going to be a real great episode for you. And uh, we really hope it helps you to, to get something from this for you. So before we kick off, Beatrice, how has your week been? I've heard you've got a, a good recognition this week. Yes, it's been it's been a great week and it was very nice yesterday morning. I woke up to find out that I've been recognized as one of the top 15 coaches in Milan by Influence Digest Media. So very happy. A lot happening around that LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my main platform where I, I generate a lot of content and um, do my sort of my, my own marketing, let's say. And um, so it was very happy. And so I think that was a, a good, a good, good start to the week. Let's put it that way. Brilliant. Really glad um, to hear it. Yeah. Uh, how about yourself? How was your week, Tom? It's been great. Uh, what day are we on now? Thursday. Yes, it's been good. Enjoying it. Um, speaking to lots of people, reconnecting. It's been really nice. And uh, recently discovered saunas. That's been my thing. I've oh. been uh, really uh, hanging out and relaxing and sort of as I'm finding it's giving me a real calm zen sort of state which uh, I've been, been quite enjoying so that's been my my uh, last couple of weeks really yeah yeah it's really important to to re-energize and find what gives you pleasure mm. and what makes you feel good it's so important especially yeah. during hectic times so <laughs> yeah well done you can't worry about you can't worry about things when you're uh, Sat in a hundred degree room and then jump in a cold, <laughs> cold tub afterwards. And, uh, you know, nice wow. brings a sense of presence, I'd say. Which, uh, speaking of presence, um, why don't we uh, talk about uh, some of our stories from our, our clients this uh, this episode? So, Beatrice, there's, there's a lot of people I'm noticing in the industry right now who are really worried about redundancy. It's something that's happened mm. a lot of and understandably there's a lot of people who are getting worried either they're in a situation where they've been made redundant unfortunately or they've been told maybe there's redundancies coming I've noticed it from a few clients who have come to me and talked about you know there's redundancies on the way they're getting a bit scared or worried and are looking to what they can do about it so you've uh, had some experience around clients like this haven't you so tell us what your experience has been well Let's say that one of the reasons I decided to become a coach is because I went through several several redundancies myself. So I've been working in big corporations for 28 years. So the first time it was really scary. And then as it happened, I went through it three times um, in the total of 28 years. I learned, you know, how to make the most of actually that and seeing it as an opportunity to reinvent yourself. And to to take stock of, um, you know, wh- what you're doing and wh- why you're doing it. So um, it comes quite easy for me to help 
clients in that situation. Um, they 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 do reach out to me. Often, um, I have clients in different stages. So people that have already left the the job, so they're actually in between jobs. But I'm also finding people coming to me when they know that they're about to be made redundant. They haven't quite finalized the agreement with the company, um, which often may you know offer offer them an outplacement as part of the redundancy package. But they want to get ahead of the game. And so we'll be looking for a coach. So one example is um, a VP, um, yeah, vice president level, who um, will be exiting their company pretty soon. They've been working for this company for, for quite a few years. Um, the company will be providing an outplacement service in their industry, in their vertical. Um, but he wants to get ahead of the game and get a more personalized service that works on, on his sort of internal framework and that will accompany him during this, this period. Because I think it's also very emotional, you know, to be made redundant. So there is definitely what I call a grieving process that one needs to go through. Um, in parallel, you can also, um, you know, actually do things to help yourself with um, taking the most you know, of this of this time in terms of the mindset and the actions that you actually have to do. And I think that that's where having an external professional help um, is, is, is essential to just help you live this 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 time of your life um, as an opportunity as opposed to the end, you know, or, or, or a failure. Yes, exactly. I would say a failure. Um, it's often not personal redundancy. It's it's more of a structural, and and I help them through through this uh, this time. Mm. For sure, um, that thing you said there around it's not a personal thing. I think that mm. really resonates with me. I I'm in a outside of my coaching. I'm in a people HR leadership role and have had to go through the process of delivering that news. And yeah, I can definitely say from a industry side of things and the company side of things it's never never personal which makes it even more the harder thing to deliver as well yes um just on that mindset piece i'm interested there you said around the mindset what mindset do people come to you with and then what mindset do they either change or develop as they're with you mm. often they'll come to me with a mindset of i'm not enough um um, so low, low confidence, um, sort of low self-esteem. Um, they, 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 you know, they, they come with some anxiety as well, and um, with you know, lack, bit of confusion. So not quite sure as to what it is that they need to do, whether they need to jump into a job as soon as possible or whether they want to take some time out to reskill and upskill themselves and, and take time out for themselves to re-energize. Um, so they come to me, I would say, in a state of, most of them in a state of confusion. Some of them are actually quite, um, seem quite unaffected. They just want to come to me to accelerate the process. So I see a bit of both, I would say. But um, 
in appearance, they they some they seem unaffected, I would say. But then when you go and dig in a little bit, they're all, I would say, affected in some in some way or form. And so it's just taking stock of that, unpicking that, and then just quickly moving on and understanding how they can make the most of this of this time of their life and this transition. And the type of, you know, once we understand, we do, a, um, I, I normally do like a values check-in with them. Um, you know, we take stock of their strengths, what they do best, what they love to do. Um, we also maybe assess their self-saboteurs as well. Um and um, we, you know, we set some objectives um, and really understand what they need to do to reach those objectives and the kind of mindset they need to have to reach those objectives. And then the last thing that I do with them is also we work a lot on their online presence and networking, because that's really important, I think, when you need to reposition yourself in the job market is leveraging your network and knowing how to do that which doesn't come easy for a lot of people, but also knowing how to leverage your online presence. Sounds like you give them a real almost structure and a frame to, to what they can do as well. From what I'm hearing. Yes, yes. And it takes, you know, it takes a while. So it'll take about um, 12 weeks, I would say. That's that's the programs that I, um, that I like to... Um, to propose to my clients. Um, sometimes it can be longer. Sometimes people will want to sort of do an initial part, then take some time off, take a break, and then resume later. Um, because when when they start to realize that it actually it's actually an opportunity for them to re-energize and reconnect with themselves, um, they're quite happy to take some time off from the from the process and then you know, go back into it when it may maybe a couple of months before they actually need to get the job. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so so Tom, I, I'm really interested to know, you know, what it is that, um, you know, your experience with, with people that are sort of between jobs um, right now. Yeah. One, one particular example of a client that I've been working with is someone who's, um, She's, she's been through redundant from uh, maternity leave, sorry, not redundancy. So she's been away, uh, but was feeling very checked out of mm. what she's doing. Um, and she used that time while she was away on, on redundancy to reflect, think about kind of the future for her. Mm. So she came to me very much like, reassessing what was important for her and you know she she was working uh with, with like west coast u.s based uh, company it was evenings lots of evenings and that was fine but then she had a second child now and was, i don't want this anymore yeah so so what she used coaching for was very much two phases and it's interesting what you said there before around those kind of phases approach so she came to me with a very I'm not quite sure what I want. Do I make the most of this? Because I have, you know, financial you know, security as well was important for, for her. She was the principal earner as well. So it was it was more than just I can just go and do whatever I want. It was okay, I've got this thing almost holding me here. Um so what we did was we looked through all her values, like you were saying before, we did the values exercise, figured out, well, 
what's you know what's really important to you what do you want from from life um and from that what but she used that space while she was on maternity leave to to real take stock i guess and, and really mm. reflect so she had that space and then she went back so we started off while she was away and then she went back in and we've already kind of fleshed out two options for her which was making it work or, or finding something else mm. She decided that she didn't want to just decide to leave before she went back. She wanted to go back and see what it was like. And then we started having some more coaching sessions after she'd gone back. And it was very, very interesting how her, we had kind of a two-week gap that first two weeks she went back. And then we had another session and how she had changed in her kind of body language perspective energy was so interesting and reflecting that back to her was just what she needed to go okay yeah I, I don't want to do this anymore um it was just so having that two weeks and I was like you're a different person mm. <laughs> like, um, and then she was saying she said yeah I know I can hear it when like when I'm talking like this is different now to where we were two weeks ago and mm. uh, so that really helped her reflect. I think having that reflection time and then going back into an experience and you could almost play that with redundancy, perhaps, as well. And you've got that time there to reflect and pause and think about what mm. you really want. And then when you go back into a, a new environment is to check in with yourself and think, is this, you know, is this the real me or is this what I really want as well? So, um, yeah. And then, again, what you were saying earlier around the phases is interesting because now we've, we've gone to that kind of second phase of coaching, which is the for me anyway it's like the mindset the the, the mindset of what you want to do and how do you want to and before you then how you do it so now we've moved into that right the action is you want to, to leave and now we're putting a plan together around you know interviews network all those kind of things that you were talking around there as well so yeah that's been my experience and it's just interesting that those phases the clarity mindset and then the the, the action um, yeah mm. Wow. So it really sounds like the, the impact, I mean, actually to start to see the transformation happens quite quickly. So, you know, by taking that, um, that time to, to reflect, it sounds like she had a bit more peace with herself yeah. and um, more confidence and, and more, you know, reauthoring her, reauthoring her her career really you know at least a sense of things that were in her agency in, in, in her control definitely yeah yeah and that's the thing I guess you it is all in your control and it just takes somebody to to point that out to you sometimes um, um yeah I had similar it's not related to redundancy but a similar client uh, last year who who told me this feeling of being trapped he, uh, he said yeah. the words I'm trapped again he was a I'm the principal earner of the family I feel mm. this kind of sense that I need to provide but I'm also not happy in what I do and he actually had his hands like here so I've got this thing over here and I've got this thing over here and he was doing this with his hands and I just said to him what's that about <laughs> what, what what's this and what's this and why can't they go like this and bring the hands together and then he almost thought about that go yeah why can't they exist together? It was, it was, you know, this kind of idea of I need 
you know, I, I forget exactly the, the context, but it was just the, I have this world, which is so different to this world over here, and they can't possibly come together. But when we actually explored it and questioned him and opened up those ideas, it really, you know, helped him to, to figure out, actually, no, I can take elements of both of these. And that's a similar process that I do with, with this other client I'm working with now in terms of opening up possibilities and also closing down some of those possibilities, the ones that she's not actually interested in and realizing that she can just say no to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a real interesting shift. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like you're, you know, holding space for them to obviously creating a safe container for them to be able to also bring out what is in their subconscious that they they're not even aware of themselves and you just help them see things from a different perspective and that helps to unblock and um, helps them to accept as well and helps them to take stock and when I hear you speaking Tom I also what comes across is the need for self-compassion you know Um, I mean being going through redundancy um, can be very difficult people can start to feel a bit like a victim and I think that that's also where we can help in making them understand that they don't need to be the victim but they can actually be the protagonist of mm. this and see it as an opportunity to yeah. finally make the changes that they weren't brave enough to make before because they had the secure job and now's the time to actually go for their dreams and um you know, reposition themselves in a way that um, will make them happier versus maybe how they were before to make them at least grow and evolve. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on a personal level, when you go through that process, you you drop out of that support system that you have around you at a company as well. And yeah. suddenly you're kind of this, that there in limbo and where do I go next? Where do I get support? So I think that's where the, you know, bringing in a, an external support in a coach can really help. Um, mm. so I've had another, I guess, the other aspect to, to what I've experienced is the proactiveness around getting ahead of redundancy. So yeah. I have another client who's come to me who has been told of, again, really happy in what I do, enjoying things, and almost annoyed and upset the fact that they've been told that redundancy is coming. Mm. But they know that 40,000 jobs are going to be lost across mm. the whole company in the world. Then no one knows where it is. None of them know which teams, anything like that. And there's this sense of worry and fear. But what's really interesting, she's come to me and said, right, well, let's get ahead of this. Let's figure out where I can take these skills and get elsewhere. And you know, from a sense of, you know, getting ahead of the game. So I think that's another interesting aspect to all of this. Because mm. um, it's something I'm seeing a lot of, I speak to a lot of people and there, there is a, a sense of fear and worry as well. And just flipping that the mindset, like you were saying earlier, into what, what can I do with this or what can be you know, proactiveness around it. Mm. Yeah, because it can take, I mean, it can take from a month to, to a year to to actually um bring into effect the the restructuring that is announced so you know it's understandable that people do go into a state of frenzy and anxiety and some will 
want to get ahead of the game and some will be waiting patiently um, to see what, you know, what's going to happen. Um, so you, you, we, we do have, I think we, we both see different, different types of people and with different needs, but um, I do see some similar patterns as well that are emerging sort of, um, you know, that people will come to us because they want really somebody that hasn't, you know, that has this, um, can do this professionally and that can hold them during this transition. And um, I see, I mean, at least my clients, um, I'm sure also yours, Tom, but I see that they start quite quickly just to seem to be happier and 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 more more confident, more energetic as well, because they're actually focusing their energies where they can make a difference um, in a way that is useful for them and serves them as opposed to worrying about things that they don't have control over. And I also find that um, the whole process just helps accelerate um, accelerate the transformation. Yes, I would say. So it's an acceleration. Mm. And what has that done for your clients in terms of results? What have you seen in that result? I see that they, the way that they interview is much better. So they actually, you know, energetically, they present themselves with much more confidence and um, much more openness, and it really comes through in the interviews. Um, they they also don't take rejection as personally. So when you start to interview, you know you'll you, you will make it through some processes and other processes you won't make it through. But it's just I help them to use what they've learned from those interviews where. Um, you know, they didn't make it through what they can, how they can use that information um, to to learn from it in order to present themselves better in the next interviews. And I think it also gives them um, that sense of, I don't need to accept the first offer that I get on the table, but I can actually take the time to pick and choose and to craft also and negotiate the the, the job offer that they, they that they get so to to ensure that they just don't you know get the first offer but that they actually take time and it's appreciated i think when people will ask for some tweaks um you know to the actual job description or to you know what's being offered in terms of um uh, retribution and um you say retribution actually in english i meant by by pay- paycheck and the package you yeah. know, the package remuneration yeah. remuneration thank you <laughs> retribution comes from an italian word um <laughs> yeah so so i help them with that as well and um having myself changed um different jobs i also have um, that experience of what it's like to negotiate your 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 your, your salary and your your job spec and all that. Yeah, um, sounds like they always come to you with this um, scarcity mindset of you know what I'm you know I'm in a position of weakness or vulnerability, and you then change them into this. Actually, I have all these skills, and this is what I want, and I have this power 
and it's in my control and I can take what I want. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's transformation, right? In positive, mm. uh, positive yeah. transformation. Um, mm. And what about you? What, what do you see in terms of the, um, you know, how, how the people that you serve, how do they change? And um, what does actually going through this process with you, um, what does that look like for them and how does it help them? Yeah, I think so. It's that mindset shift. That's definitely where I see that the change starts to happen. And it is quite interesting. You kind of go through this values exercise and clarity exercise initially. And that's what I, I always spend a lot of time in there to get real deep down into what do you actually want. Um, and then it's after a bit of time that the mindset then just kind of comes around. Mm-hmm. And then and then we can start to look at plans and action. But it's a very quick thing, it seems. Almost like the clarity takes time to develop and grow and lots of self-reflection and time to, to think. And then when the actual mindset happens, like, it, it it changes very quickly. And mm-hmm. you almost see this change in the person. That's what I really like. So, okay, now we've got you, we can take you and you know, take you into that next step now, which is taking action and getting what you want. So, yeah, that, that's what I've seen. I've seen that with Miss Clive, and, you know, it happened during those two weeks at some point, and she came back to me and said, right, we need to make this happen now. So I love that, seeing that change with somebody when the, they start to get proactive and then want to, to then make that change. So I think that's what, uh, you know, I notice when we talk about that kind of beginning and end of a person's journey. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It sounds to me like there's a real energetic shift that happens, and um, it really helps when you have to, you know, transition um, these moments of your life where you're transitioning and, and just having a professional person that helps you. And it's not like you're giving them anything, but you're just helping them access the resources that they have in themselves, right? Because it's all in there. If they're motivated enough, which they probably are, if they're willing to invest in themselves by coming for coaching, then it. I think it's very empowering for them to know that it's all in there. They just need to learn how to access it. Yeah. And giving them the space to set the timelines, I think, is really important as well, because some people take a long time. They need that time to real reflect and take the time and take stock. And that's okay. And I think giving them that permission that they can take as long as they need within this process to really reflect and then the change will happen rather than forcing people straight into you need to do this, this, and this. You know, it's letting them that, you know, inviting them to to make those kind of decisions themselves and and move on. And when you then see that shift, it's like, okay, now well, now I'll I guess step into more of a proactive, let's you know, push you on to, to action kind of mindset. Yeah. So so Tom, just um Wrapping up this this second episode, I wanted to ask you, what would you say to others that are listening that are in a similar situation, sort of, say, say between jobs or about to be made redundant? Between jobs or about to be made redundant, yeah. Um, reflect. I think that's the key. And uh, this is easy for us to say here, but, you know, try and try it's it's obviously a very personal thing that people go through and very could be very triggering thing as well so we can try and say relax and 
but uh, appreciate that's not as easy to much easier to, to say than it is to do but find a way that you can step out of it reflect really take stock of what you have and what the possibilities are as well and of course coaching can help with that but um, many things can help with that as well so just finding a way for you to step out of the emotional side of things and try and yeah. reflect on the opportunities that come with and uh, and support them and get in touch with your network as well. I think that's what I've seen massively on LinkedIn. It seems it's very, I think everyone in the professional world is very recognizing of redundancy is a natural thing of work and employment and are very willing to help and support because people have been there before or they know that it's going to happen to them in the future. So it's kind of, Paying forward support. I've seen a lot of people being like lots and lots of support in the community, helping people with offers, support, you know, introducing them to people. So I'd say don't be afraid to, to reach out and put that initial post out there to friendship groups, work groups to say what's happened or what you're scared of. And the support that will come in, uh, I'm sure, will be uh, really positive for you. Mm. Okay. What well, would just- you say? Yeah, I would like to add that having been through it myself, um, I actually think that one of the best investments I ever made in my life was investing in a coach. Um, That's what I did when I was made redundant the last time, and it's completely transformed my life. So I'm a, a big believer that, you know, this would be the time to really invest in yourself. And there's a quote that I love by... Einstein, which I wanted to just read out, which is, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. Mm. And I think that quote is, is relevant here because that, I think, is when looking for an external support in a professional help will just help you to see things from a different perspective. I love that quote. Yeah. Can you say it one more time for anyone? Mr. We cannot solve our problem with the same thinking we used when we created them. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. That really resonates. Yeah. (laughs) A lovely point then, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Tom, just remind our listeners and our viewers if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way? LinkedIn is the best way. So, there'll be a link in the description to my profile and uh, send me a message on there. It's the best mm-hmm. way. Okay. What about you, Beatrice? Yeah, LinkedIn, if you're on LinkedIn. If not, um, you can. Look at my website, which is BeatriceReady.com, or write me an email at coaching at BeatriceReady.com. Perfect. Great. We'll, okay. There's anyway, we'll put all the contact details. Yeah, they're all in the description. Um, great. Well, we hope that you enjoyed the episode today uh, and got something from it. We'd love to, to welcome more feedback from you. Uh, more topics more content that you think would would help you ultimately we're doing this to help you wherever you are 
in your life right now to, to make some positive change. So really like to, to hear more about how we can help you with that. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And we'll see you again very soon. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.